Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. Today we're going to talk about sewing classes. So we run a store where we sell machines and we repair machines and we teach classes. We teach many classes. And sometimes I think we also have out the shingle that says, if you've got a problem, come in and we'll talk. We, we cry with you. <laughs> we we reminisce with you. We Yeah, I know. No, no. <laughs> it's like your psychologist hairdresser. A lot of people say yeah. sewing is cheaper than therapy or whatever. I mean, you well, know. Well, sometimes it is. <laughs> sometimes. I don't know. Depending on, well, yeah, I guess I whatever. should look up therapy rates and just, yeah. just $5 below the hour. Com- no. I think they're comparable. <laughs> Well, anyway, we've got um, a few sewing different... is just more tangible, and, and you know, sewing has been a social endeavor for a long time. You know, women sitting around doing the needlework or da 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 da, and talking, and you know, uh, well, gossiping. It, well, I think sometimes stitch and bitch circles. It, well, I think it was an excuse. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm getting into this political stuff. Yeah, I think it was an excuse that women could get together and talk. And yet they were still working, so like they weren't taking anything out yes. of the home well, or away from their you're, role yeah, you're because the they were still producing. Have something. you ever read a tale of two cities? Well, yeah, but like fifty years. I ago. don't know why this is never brought up, <laughs> and maybe I I read it um in like ninth grade, so that's I'm, like I'm waiting to see what you're gonna say. A long time ago for me. Oh but, yeah, man, that was like you know what? Six, okay, eight, the French the the French woman. Uh, is who who is like trying to orchestrate all the beheading? She's always knitting, right? She is, and it's like the and I, you know I haven't seen any movie adaptations. I'm just going to say that okay, I'm totally right. ignorant. Are, is that in the movie? No, no, no. But think about movies in general. Okay, but but well, is it in the? Is she know. knitting in the? Is she in the know. movie? It's her name. Is, I don't think I've ever seen the movie. I'm, I'm I've got it on the ne- Netflix. Queue oh, okay. I just I want to know. Remember seeing I'm going to read. The, I loved that book a lot. I really yeah. liked it in ninth grade. It's a grade. very good book. Well, anyway, yeah. okay. <laughs> but, but, okay, just <laughs> movies in general. Uh-huh. Okay. Especially in what I, I, I don't know, olden times is such a terrible term. But in previous times sure. or previous decades or whatever, what do you see but the man sitting there smoking his pipe with his feet up and the woman's like hand stitching yep. or 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 you know repairing something yep. or making a beautiful home sweet home pillow for the bed. 
what? She never gets any time off. I mean, that's her excuse to get to sit down and she has to have something she's doing. Boy. I'm excited. Calm down. I've got my own feminist conspiracy theory. I'll, I'll, I've got another one. I got it when I went into the shop the other day. It popped into my brain. Anyway, uh, we'll share it on another podcast. We'll keep them spread out, you know. Yeah. Okay, so sewing classes. So we uh, have classes where you learn how to use your machine. We call those guide classes. Um, and those those are like the same every time. It's a series of classes. Right. We do three on so sewing. It's instructional on basic type sewing and learning your machine. Yeah, doing. Oh, you you may know how to do a straight stitch at a buttonhole on your own on your older machine, but right. how to do it on this well, new machine? And you could be you can be a very accomplished sewer, mm-hmm. and the guide classes will introduce you to your machine and right. let you know something and, and go over some things that maybe you even forgot if you haven't sewn for a while. And something a lot of people are new to when they buy a machine is embroidery. Is right. machine embroidery? And the decorative stitches. Mm-hmm. And so the embroidery. Well, and the computer aspect. Yeah, the, the computerized embroidery is its own class, so we do that. Okay, so we do those classes, right? And then we... And sergers. People don't know much yeah, a lot we, about Sergers are, are mm-hmm. neglected terribly. You're right. You're right. Sorry. We sell sergers in that separate class. Right. A separate set of classes. And then we do, um, we, we do project-based classes mm-hmm. where you come in and you make us something. Right. You know? And we have in the past, for a long time, this was kind of like a revolutionary thing, I think, that you you started, I don't, what was that, like eight, ten years ago? Oh, boy, yeah, it's been a while. We did these. I'd say almost ten years now, yeah. yeah. We, we did these monthly classes, and we called them cute things. We like alliteration and puns at our store. <laughs> so we had, like, embroidery insights and surge ahead, and we still have quilting quickies. Quilting quickies. Fiber fun, Fiber you know. Fun embellisher party is what we were calling the embellisher class you know and these were two-hour classes where you learned a technique and they were i called them skill class skill building and and really called it owning a skill right because when you left there you know our objective in writing the class or whatever the syllabi or syllabus was for the class is that we said people need to learn more about um, embroidery uh, what on a they? terry cloth towel, right? Uh-huh. And so when they left, yeah, and there was a project involved, of right. course, and you you left with a little project, but it was more about them learning the skill of how to do that and right. owning it instead of making this big confusing class with a whole lot of information in it where you might leave somebody behind and so. But you knew you were going to leave with one, two, three skills specifically that that class was, you know oriented to and we would for for the longest time those were so popular people were like, well, just popular. sign me up for the next one you know i'm coming yeah. every month but some people would come to these classes like three of them each month they mm-hmm. had a serger they had an embroidery machine they had a this and mm-hmm. they would keep coming and coming and coming right and then uh we didn't do as many big garment construction classes right i think that garment sewing was not quite as in vogue in the way it uh, I think right. I think it's having a resurgence right now. So we're talking, you know, six to eight years ago, and right. we're like, ah. And we had what did we call our our like open studio back like Project Make It or something? Yeah, Didn't we? had a name where you could come in and get sewing help. Well, and I think at one time we even had something called you know UFO where you could uh-huh. you know, bring in the unfinished object and wasn't there. 
pigs, which was projects in grocery sacks. Grocery bags yeah. or so, grocery sacks, yeah. Yeah, and um, so we, we had those classes, and people liked those for a while. Right. And then we have the advent of online classes. Right. You know, and things like that, and da-da-da-da-da. And now, at our shop now, one of the most popular classes recently is uh, was Ginger Jeans. Ginger Jeans. Mm-hmm, where we... we Right. Help people fit into their genes. Yeah, I think the other thing is, I don't, you know, you never know what happens. But, and, and this is the good thing about having a small business mm-hmm. or, uh, and being in touch with your clientele is you can change. Right. And things do change. I think two things that have changed are how big the machines are. Yeah. I think people have really big machines that they don't want to lug into a store. That might be true. And then with the ease of access on the internet, and there are there's good information and bad information on the internet. Right. But I think people they find the good and they can find right. the good information and they can do certain things at home. You know. Sure. Uh, and then how Ginger Jeans class ended up being structured, which I think this is totally like never something I would have thought about <laughs> doing. I had like 11 people sign up for it and more people wanted to take it and I cut the class off, you know. And we had a, a group meeting, group Ginger Jeans planning meeting where I had everybody fill out a worksheet. Right. Are you making high-waisted? Are you making low-waisted? Do you want belt loops? Uh, what are your uh, measurements? What are, you know, what are your fitting concerns? And we all talked about it. And then people came in and scheduled one-on-one times to do everything. Right. So I've been working with people one-on-one. Right. And then we had one more group meeting where I demoed a few things. And some people felt like they could do these things at home. And some people felt like they could, they needed to come in. Which is is really nice because you're addressing people, their different skill levels, their different desires. And not only that, but even their own, um, oh, I'm missing the word, but their their own... uh, Comfort. Comfort. Well, well, comfort would be it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a synonym like for what I'm yeah, thinking of. Yeah. Is you know there, but yeah, your comfort level in doing this. Yeah, your confidence. Your confidence so is what that, I was looking for. Thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, now I'm hearing from people. I don't want to lug my machine in just for a two-hour class. Right. Whereas before we were like, we need to make these classes real right. short. We don't need any five-hour right. classes, da-da-da-da-da, and all this stuff. And I, I'm like, oh, okay, this is really, right. you know, different. I'm hearing different feedback right. from people. And you were just talking about a class you took at a gym. Right. And you felt like you didn't get the introduction to the class that you needed. I had never been to this class before. Actually, I'd never really taken a class at at this specific area in the gym. Uh-huh. And I walked in, and it was obvious that I was the newbie. Mm-hmm. No one, uh, every other people were talking to each other, sort of engaged, and or talking to the instructor. They knew what to do. I, you know, they're just going right to what they're supposed to do. They give you this bracelet at the front desk, and you were supposed to put it over here, and nobody said put it over here. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I hope no one's not. There better not be a teacher in my shop like this yeah (laughs) i also just like a sewing machine paid a lot of money for this yep okay and finally i went to this lady that was kind of you know not engaged with everybody else she she had been talking to someone but what and i said so you've taken this class before and she said yes you know and i said so what do i i had to ask someone in the class what to do right now 
I don't feel uncomfortable any place, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but there are people that do. Right. Okay. And I want everyone that comes into our shop and takes a class, whether they're new, whether they have anxiety about taking a class and they're not new or or they think somebody's going to sew better than them versus me thinking somebody can, you know, work out better than me and I'll be left behind or so or, or whatever. I want I came to class because I wanted to accomplish something. I had my own personal goal, goal and I like to be in class and I like other people and you know, if someone's telling me what to do, it it's it's encouragement. Well, and we have um Right now, most of the classes at the shop are being taught by me, and then also Linda Bertine's got some uh, quilting classes, and Linda was a public school teacher, right? and she does an excellent job. I will see that each and every person in her class has... I know who they are. They've been to her classes right, right, before. Right. And, she and everybody does, praises her she teaching technique. She does such technique. a good job of that right. introduction, you know. And then I am teaching a class on the Morris Blazer right now. And it's a smaller class. And I'm really liking that. Everybody's got their own table, their own cutting table, their own everything. You know, like right. real, real nice. And I had to make the disclaimer at the beginning. I said, hey, we're going to talk about measurements. And we're going to talk about sizes of our bodies and pattern adjustments. And this is all to help everybody get the right fit, you you know, we're right, not making right. it, you know, just so you know. So when we use words and this, you know, kind of comes from the body image podcast that we released a while ago. You know, I said, they're all relative. You know, don't worry about it. And we'll be talking about busts and boobs and hips and waists and stuff right. like that. And I could see like the three women, even though two of them I knew very, very well. Right. Like from the time I was five, one of them, you know, <laughs> said, it, you know, I could see them like relax a little bit. They're like, okay, we're all on the same team. Exactly. You know, we're exactly. all on the same team. And, 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 you know, that's what Clash should be about too is right. sort of the camaraderie. Yeah. And the feeling good. And, you know, after we get the business of the class done, you usually hear conversation flowing. Yeah. And it's not always about sewing. It can Mm-mm. be about somebody's kid that went off to college. It can be about a wedding in the family that you're helping plan. Right. Uh, it can be about uh, a health issue. That, that, that I mean, we hear it all, let's right. face it. Um, but, you know, somebody can be going through something fantastic. Somebody can be going through something that's stressful. And, and maybe it sort of gets talked about or thrown out there in the conversation sometimes. Absolutely. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Uh, this this uh, Morris Blazer class, one of the people had actually already made one. She yeah. made one, you know, and she was still coming to class, which I am very flattered by that, actually, you know, um, that she thinks that I've got something to add to well, her experience. And I, and I want I would really like to address that point. I yeah. don't know what you're going to say. Well, but, go ahead. But 
I wind up taking classes, especially at conventions, because some I'm forced to take and some I just take. <laughs> and I mean, I have sat through entire classes that I really, I, I'm pretty sure I had more experience than the teacher. Right. No, I know I had more experience than the teacher because I'm like 110 and they were two. Right. But <laughs> um, we all have different experiences also. Mm-hmm. And when I do take a class, as long as I come away with one or two little things that I learned, and it might not even be what I thought it was going to be. It might not be about that even class subject. It might be something else. I feel, I think it's a win. Right. I don't think I have to learn every single thing in that class right there, you know, to the nth degree. I think if I come away with something valuable, I've come away with something that, you know, sometimes just the camaraderie aspect you will network and find out something. You'd, you know, I told somebody you could get ice at Steak and Shake in the bag, and they didn't know that. I, I mean, you know, it's you know silly what's really, You know what's really cool about a class is when you when you are in there with a bunch of people, and I'm going to kind of talk about not being in class with a bunch of people too. Well, we I taught the Delia Jacket class from the Magic Pattern book last year, and everybody used a different fabric. And so I got to say, hey, you all who are using, um, you know, the the wovens here, right. Carol's using this Ponty. So if you're going to do it, you know, out of Ponty next time, make sure to do this. And I wouldn't have mentioned that to somebody that, that if is, they were only in class. And that's a real big themselves. advantage, I think, like in guide classes when yeah. you're learning new machines. Mm-hmm. Someone will raise their hand and say, what about... And it's not a question you would have thought to ask. Right. But it probably would have come up at some point in time. That's the other thing. What questions are stupid? The questions you don't ask. Yes. And I've <laughs> told my children this all their life. Why would you not ask at the risk of what? Maybe being a fool? No, the person is the fool is the one that, you know, looks down on you for asking right. that question. Well, and sewing so class, and we are... Sewing class isn't a place to, like, show off how well you sew, you know, necessarily. It's a place to learn, you know. And I... Well, any classes. We're going to start... Yeah, you got to be careful who the teacher is, too. Well, that's true. We're going to start at the shop offering a little bit different class options. So we talked about, like, these little two-hour project classes and these, you know... Uh, we've got a two-session class on the Morris Blazer. We have something called Open Studio. Right. Where you can come in and kind of, like, choose your own sewing adventure, you know. But, um... I want to start sort of offering like a menu for during open studio. Right. Because all these ginger jeans people, they've been coming in one-on-one. Right. You know, it's been great. And, you know, I can't I can't have 16 people in the room all doing a fly zipper. Right. We do, You know, we don't have the space or the manpower or, you know, probably no one else wants to be in the room with 15 other people doing a fly zipper either, you know, uh, all at the same time. And so... I'm going to make open studio. I'm going to have project options where if you are doing the Morris Blazer, you can come in and say, "Sure, I'm doing the Morris Blazer." Absolutely. I couldn't make the class that Mallory offered right. on these two consecutive Saturdays. Right. And what that's going to do is, uh, you know, Morris Blazer class uh, was like, you know, thirty-five dollars, and so that's actually less expensive if you just pay for Morris Blazer class right. and then come than in two to, open, to studios. open studios. Yeah, Absolutely. you know, and so I'm because I've made one, Sam's made one, 
Becca's made one. Right. You know, everybody's made one. So um, the resources are right there. So, every, yeah, everyone knows how to do it. We'll be able to walk you through it. You know, Ginger Jeans class, people have been coming in for five, six, you know, sessions with me, depending on fit and all that jazz. And, you know, Ginger Jeans classes, $75. And that's less expensive than coming in for six open studios, you know, right. or whatever. And I think that that's going to be really a cool, like, this is, I don't know, we'll get feedback on it, you know, from our right. customers. But I'm going to allow people to say, oh my gosh, I miss Ginger Jeans when it's started in you know may or june or whatever when when are you going to offer it again and i'm i'm going to say well you get to come in and start when you're ready right you know and i think that that it will be a neat way right to structure class I, th- I think another thing that people need to think about when they're taking a class is so so say this is a bag where or i'm sorry a class where everybody makes a cosmetic bag yeah or whatever um it it shouldn't be about the cosmetic bag it should be about the skills that it takes to make the cosmetic bag. It should be a building right. uh, experience. Like if you can only make cosmetics bags now the rest of your life because that's the only class you took and then you can't make, you know, what what would be next? I don't know. Um, you know, a pair of pants because you haven't taken the class. I mean – you can try. You can still take the pants class. But what I'm saying is there should be skills taught. And P- I, I know when I teach a class, I, I not only say we're going to put a zipper in and this is how you – I will say to people, if you hold your hand like this, you you won't have to pin, you know, this. Or if you do this – and I think people – in fact, when I was setting the sleeve in uh, – The blazer. The uh-huh. blazer – what did I say that people went, oh, I was saying things about different, I was start talking about threads and I'm setting, right. you know, a sleeve, but I'm talking about, and everybody's like, wow, oh, and I said, aren't you glad you came? And they said, right. yes. So that's what a teacher can do for you. And I think that um, we're, we're going to start doing online classes too. That's right. an announcement that I made in the newsletter for the podcast in the shop. And some of our more basic things are going to go online, or it's just a way for you to get some of our instruction if you can't be there in person, right. whether or not you live in our town or not, you know. But I think that they can all work together, and we are huge on wanting you to be able to apply skills in other areas. In Absolutely. fact, I think sometimes almost to a fault. Yes. I think sometimes I, um, I'm i like, well, if we teach this shirt class, how can we not cover all the different right. types of ways you can finish the shirt? <laughs> every way like, you think about yeah, putting a button on every like, shirt you've ever made. Because, yeah. because it runs through my head right. every time I'm making right. something. And I'm like, we have to divide these things up. Right. And see, that's what online classes can do for people, I think. Right. I think that they can give them like almost like a hard drive. Right. Well, they, and the other thing is you, you know, always refer to another video or, or whatever right the other thing i want to address is i want to address teachers that are out there listening to this i i, I would assume we have some some teachers and how long have i been teaching sewing well it seems like forever i don't know 20 plus something years yeah besides other things that i've taught but um there was a point of time that i was a very very popular teacher mm-hmm and oh you still are well, I, I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> but i mean all i had to say was i'm going to give a class and i would have like eight people that signed up they didn't even they didn't i would say wait a minute mm-hmm. it it's about and they go it's okay i'll be there yeah you know so they you know i had my following i had right. my groupies right. or whatever and i had two people in my groupies that never finished a project <laughs> 
<laughs> and it would drive me out of my mind. They like to talk uh-huh. with each other or whatever, or you know, and, and they would get up and get coffee, which I didn't allow to be on the table, you know, whatever. And it used to drive me crazy. And I'd think, oh, my gosh, this class especially is really expensive. And, <clears throat> excuse me, they're not going to finish their project. And then I realized they didn't care if they finished. Right. They were there for the camaraderie. They were there for what I had to say and what I had to, to, to you know, teach them or, or what they wanted to learn. They were happy with not finishing the project. Right. So just if you're a teacher, you know everybody's different. And if if they don't finish the project or you have a groupie that keeps coming and coming and coming that you feel guilty about and it doesn't seem like their goal is the same as yours ask them does right. it bother you if you're does it bother you you're not finishing your project in class now sometimes what would happen with one of these people is they would come back with this project and they would have made 42 of them uh, right so they were happy right you know i and it was funny though because i would lay awake going how can I structure this class so that, you know, I'm accommodating this one? And, the, and that that is something a teacher does. You're trying to accommodate everyone. Well, and some people, I you know, I've explained before some classes where we get into, like, real nitty-gritty sort of stuff about technique. Right. And they'll say, but we don't finish a project. And I'm like, well, the class is only two hours long. Right. And you're going to learn this and this and this and this right. skill. And if we were going to finish a project, it'd have to be uh, – Six week long, you know. If you're gonna learn, yeah. Like sometimes one, somebody's not. But if wanting, you're gonna, yeah. if you're gonna learn one of Linda's, you know, like quilting techniques, right. she had a class on cutting, and some people were like, "Well, we're not gonna finish anything." And I'm like, I think that you're really right. not giving this class enough. You have to think about the skills. Yeah, that you're, you're not obtaining. giving it enough right. credit because there right. are people, and maybe they don't need it. I don't know, but right. there are people who need a class where we focus on right. cutting technique. And how many I'm, people have we taught just? In general, without a class, how to use a rotary cutter. Yeah, exactly. Principles and stood there and showed them. And, and they're like, oh, my gosh, thank you, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. Whether it was in, you know, another class or an open studio or we, whatever. We taught that lecture class. And this is something I think we need to add more into the, the schedule, too, is the um, lecture classes. We did a fitting we called it fit this lecture class and we did it on jackets and I was I learned so much you know from you I talked about a couple of patterns that I had made and we talked about things like how you use back seams to alter garments and da 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 and all this stuff that I've used you know since then and I think it's just they didn't make anything Right. They, had, they, got they all seemed real apply. happy. Yeah, right. they, they got ideas to apply. They were taking notes. That's right, right. To, to their projects. And I think, because I don't think everybody wants to just come in and do a sew by numbers. I think I, I even, in that lecture, I even said, how do you dress for an airplane? Yes, you did. It was like, <laughs> you know, how do you dress when you're traveling? And they were all like, oh, that's the answer. And yeah. I was like, I know. You know, and it took me a while to figure it out, too. And I think that... Um, I think we, as a shop, sort of cater to the really self-motivated yeah, sort of. Yeah, I think so, too. Sort, and I don't mean that means someone who, like, knows how to do everything. I mean that someone with a real specific idea of, like, you know, I want to dress this way. Well, it's They're like not, we're supporting their, their ideas. Their ideas. Yeah. They're not like, well, I just want somebody to tell me how to make this right. jacket that doesn't actually fit anybody. Well, and you we know? really have very few classes where everybody leaves and their project looks the same. 
Right. I, I mean, right. That, that's not the poop pillow. Everybody's <laughs> look the same. Yeah. I'm proud about that glass. Because <laughs> everybody poops. Everybody but... <laughs> poops. Um, you know. But I, I'd love to hear about your, you know, what you like about classes, what, what you, you don't. Expect. And logistically, but also sort of like emotionally, you know, because I will hear people say I can't come to class because of, you know, time constraints or physical restraints of not being able to bring a machine or something like that. Right. And it's 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 all very interesting. And the way we've had to change the shop over the years is, uh, you know, interesting and, I don't know, thought-provoking too. So, well, I – and the resurgence of, of garment classes yeah, it is very reassuring to me. I think what we need to do definitely is our podcast on basically the garment industry and what it's done for us and what it hasn't done for us in, in terms of how we dress or what we buy. And, what, and yeah, what we buy, what we make. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, the things that we would talk about in uh, that type of podcast would explain some of the resurgence in gar- in garment sewing. Yeah. Well, uh, let us know uh, your feedback about classes, and thanks for listening. So long and so classy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.